This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Ruchma Abba. We're continuing in Dafa Shavua. The Mishnah said on Lamed Chesmet Aleph that Nara Shinasarsim Nesgarsha. Normally, if somebody rapes a Nara, you have to pay Knas, and the Knas goes to her father. Question is, what about if she's Nesarsa, the Nesgarsha? Rabbi Yosei Aglili says she doesn't get Knas. Rabbi Kiva says she gets Knas, and the Knas goes to herself. What's the logic of Rabbi Yosei The Pasuk says she wasn't Nesares, but if she was Nesares, she doesn't get Knas. Rabbi Kiva says not so fast. Loi Nesarsa. It goes to the father. Nesarsa v'neskarsha goes to her herself. The Gemara asks on Rabbi Akiva, why don't we say the same thing? Boigeres, don't say Boigeres doesn't get, say Boigeres goes to her. Don't say Bula doesn't get, say Bula goes to her. Says Gemara, Rabbi Akiva doesn't darshan loy oirasa, but if it was oirasa, it goes to her. But rather, he needs for something else. <clears throat> Rabbi Kiva says, what? That a Narish and a Sarsimus gets a Knas and it goes to her father. So again, that's the Brisa that the Gemara is quoting is straight up the steer to Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah. Because in the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva says the, the Knas goes to her, and here the Brisa is saying it goes to her father. The logic of Rabbi Kiva and the Brisa is it goes to the father, because the father gets Kesav Kidusheha, so the father should get Kesav Knasa. What do I do with Loy Oirasa? Loy Oirasa is used. For a Gzeir Shava that is Mufna, Gzeir Shava that is Mufna, to tell me it says by Anusa 50, and it says by Mefuta 50. So, just like Anusa pays 50, Mefuta pays 50. Just like Mefuta pays Shkalim, Anusa pays Shkalim. Says Gemara, Rabbi Akiva, my is to Asher Loi Oirasa Gzeir Shava. Why does Rabbi Kiva use Rasa to make a Gzer Shava? Not to say that if she's engaged, that she doesn't get Knas. U Besula, and Besula is Mamait Beula. Say the opposite. Ema Besula Gzer Shava. Use the word Besula for Gzer Shava, because it says Besula both by Anusa and by Mafuta. And Vashaloya Rasa to teach like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Pratla Narash and Asaris Vinaskarsha to exclude Anara. That was Nasaris Vinaskarish. Says Gemara Mistabra, it's logical. Asher You know why Asher is for Shava? Because at the end of the day, whether she is married or not, She is a Nara Basula, so she should get a Knas. So we shouldn't make a big deal about whether she is Nasares or she's not Nasares, because the Torah does say that a Nara Basula gets a Knas. So let's say across the board, every Nara Basula gets a Knas, whether she's Oirasa or not. And the word Loyarasa will not be Mamayit if she was Oirasa. Rather, it's for Gzeir Shava. So Gemara says you could say the opposite. Adaraba, use Basula Gzeir Shava, because at the end of the day, she was never Nasares. Meaning, why are you saying that it's more important to take one implication of a Pasuk as more... Um, as more vital, as more essential than another implication of the Pasuk. Why are you happy to dismiss Asholoi Oirasa and take Besula literally, take Oloi Oirasa literally, and dismiss Besula for the Gzeir Shava? 
Because she wasn't married. Says the Gemara, no, if you had a choice of excluding either a woman who was married or a woman who's not a basula, it's more mustaber to say a woman who's not a basula doesn't get knas because her, she had a physical change. It's mustaber that a woman who's not a basula, her body changed. A woman who's, not, who's married, her body didn't change. Says the Gemara of Rabbi Yossi Haglili, Minole. Where does Rabbi Yossi Haglili learn this from? Meaning, if he doesn't have the Gzera Shava, how does he know that, that Mefuta is 50 Shkalem? It's 50, and that Anusa is Shkalem. How does he know Mefuta is 50 and Anusa is Shkalem? Says the Gemara, Nafkale Midatanya. He learns it from that which we learned in a Bryce, and this is usually where we learn this from. It says, Kesef Yishkoil Kemayar Habasulais. It says by Mafuta, money you should weigh out like the penalty, the dowry of one who rapes a Basula. So from there we learn out, Sheyezek Kemayar Habasula, that Mafuta is like, is the same penalty of 50 as someone who has to give the dowry to Basula. Umayar Habasula is Kazeh. And someone who rapes a basula is shkalim like mafuta. Bottom line is, there's a stero between Rabbi Kiva the Mishnah and Rabbi Kiva the Bryce. Rabbi Kiva the Mishnah says that if you're ma'anes a arusa shenes garsha, it goes to her. And in the Bryce, it says it goes to the father. Kashad Rabbi Kiva the Rabbi Kiva. It's a stero, one, sta- one teaching Rabbi Kiva on the other. It says, Gemara, Trey Tanoi Alib the Rabbi Kiva. Two Tana, I'm expressing different viewpoints of Rabbi Kiva. The Tana of the Mishnah is expressing that Rabbi Akiva holds the Knas goes to her. The Rabbi Kiva, the Brisa, is expressing that it goes to the father. Says the Gemara. Bishlam Rabbi Kiva, the Masnisen. I understand Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah. Lo asya gzera shava umafki lekrami pashte legamri. The Gzereshava does not come and uproot the Pasuk from its simple reading completely. The Pasuk says that who do you give Knas to? A woman that was not Nisaris, was not married. So what does Rabbi Kiva do with that Pasuk? The simple reading of that Pasuk. Because the Pasuk seems to say that a woman who's Nisaris doesn't get a Knas. So Rabbi Kiva has a very uh, logical way to read that Pasuk. What Rabbi Kiva would say is it's true. You only give a Knas to the father if she was not Nasaris. But if she was Nasaris, then it goes to her. So the Pasuk is still retaining some literal meaning. But according to Rabbi Kiva of the Brisa, where it goes to the father, then there's no difference of whether she got married and was Nasaris or not. So then you completely uproot the meaning of Asher loy arasa. Um, Elo the Rebbe Kiva the Brisa, Asik Zereshava, the Zereshava comes, Umafgile lekrami pasha legamre. And it completely uproots um, the simple reading of the Pasuk. Because the Pasuk seems to be saying <coughs> that if the woman was Nasaris, she doesn't get a Knas. And Rebbe Kiva says, no, it's the same Knas, this Knas still goes to the Father. <coughs> Says Gemara, Am Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak, Kari Be Ashalai Arusa. There are no Nekudos in the in the Torah, so don't read it that a woman gets a knas Ashalai Oirasa 
Loyarasa means she was never married, but it could be read as Shaloy Arusa. You know when there's knas? If she's not currently married. Either she never got married or she terminated her marriage. If you read the words as Shaloy Arusa, then you're not completely uprooting the meaning of the Pasuk. Says the, says the Gemara, wait a second. Why would the Torah have to say that a woman who is not married gets a knas? As if, what would you think if she is married, she doesn't? Um, what would you think? That if she, you wouldn't know? You would think if she's married, she still gets a knas? Obviously, if she's married, she doesn't get a knas because Kim you Misa for living with her. Says Gemara, Arusa Bas Skilohi. If she's married, She's liable to be stoned. No, there's a Havamina here. Namely, I would think she still gets a Knas because it's a Knas. Maybe by Knas we say that since it's a Chidosh, you still pay. I would have thought, since it's a Chidosh, that the Torah is Mechadish by Knas, even though you're killed, you still pay. No, only a woman... Ashalai Arusa. But if she's an Arusa, you don't pay Knas. Says Gemara, what about according to Rabbah that Yutaka do pay Knas? What are you going to say? According to Rabbah, who says it's a Chiddush that the Torah is Mechadish by Knas, that even though he's killed, you still pay. Meaning, then the question is, the words Ashaloi Arusa, to read the words Ashaloi Arusa would have no meaning because if it's saying that a woman, if it's saying explicitly, if it's saying explicitly, that again, let's get the, let's get the shaklavataria. The Gemara had a question. According to Rabbi Akiva of the Brisa, then the pasuk is uprooting the simple. We're we're, re, we're uprooting the simple reading of the pasuk. The pasuk implies there's only knas when she's not married. But the truth is, the same knas goes to the father if she was once married and divorced. So the Gemara says, read it ashaloi arusa. So the Gemara says, what would the Chiddush of that be? So the Gemara says, the Chiddush is that you would think that you pay even though it's a Knas. So, but what about according to Rabbah? According to Rabbah, that it's a Chiddush that the Torah is Mechadesh by Knas, even though you get killed, you still pay. By the way, when did Rabbah say that? In what situation does Rabbah say that by knas, even though, um, even though you get killed, you still pay? Not by, not by uh, Nara Murasa. When does Rabbah say that, Chiddush? By Tvicha. By Tvicha B'Shabbos. So then, okay. Ha- What's the Gemara's question now, Ma'ikol Amemar? What's the question? What are you going to say? In other words, what does Rabbah hold by Nara Hamurasa? Do you pay Knas? L'chayra, 
he agrees that you don't. What's the reason you don't? What's the difference between tvicha mechira that you that you do pay and narmurasa that you don't pay? The Gemara says, though, Rabbah would have to hold like Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah, namely, a woman who was never married, it goes to the father, but if she was married, it goes to herself. So Rabbah is locked into saying like Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah and cannot fit into Rabbi Kiva of the Brisa. Okay. Tan Rabbanon. The Rabbis taught, who does the knas go to? Which is an interesting question. What do you mean? That's the discussion. Rabbi Yosei says nobody. Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah says to her. Rabbi Kiva the Brisa to the father. So, la'avia to the father. Yisham la'atzma for herself. La'atzma amai. Why would it go to her? Amrav Chizda. Meaning, the Gemara and the Havamina thought it's talking about a regular a nara. So does it go to her father or her? So why would it go to her? Ah, now we have a Gavaldiga Kasha. Somebody raped a Nara and then she died. Pater. I why you Pater? But it doesn't go to her, it goes to the father. Shinamar, the answer is, but it has to be a father of a living person. Shinamar, you should give it to the father of the Nara, but not to the father of a woman who is dead. That was, that's how Bayi definitively, decisively says that you're putter. If you, someone is ma'anison and the person dies. It says, That which was definitive to Abaye, Rava had a question. Does a woman become a Bagaris in the grave? Let's say she died as a Nara, and Bezdin wasn't you, and then she became a Bagaris in the grave. So does, is she considered a Bagaris? And therefore she's Pater or not? Meaning obviously, if they didn't get a chance to be Mechaev and she became a Bagaris, it goes to her and not to the father. Right? If let's say uh, somebody raped a Nara and then in the meanwhile she became a Bagaris and then Bezin was Machayev, it goes to her, not to the father. So now the question is, is there Bagaris in the Kever and therefore it would go to her and, there, and thereby it would go to her son? Or no, she never became a Bagaris, so the father gets it. Yesh Bagar Bekever Udvina. Ah, good question. So now the question is, how could she possibly, how could somebody have raped a Nara Besula and now she has a son? Right? The Gemara will discuss that. And it goes to son. Or maybe there's no Bagras in the Kever. And it belongs to the father. So the Gemara asks, Mima Avra. How did she give, become pregnant, either Bekatnos or Benaros, when she was a Basknas, that she would be able to give birth, uh, Benaros? That, okay, that we'll see next week. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Um, one second.
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.